Hey guys, Kenny here checking in with you today and man, what a beautiful day it is outside and uh, I hope that something today has inspired you to uh, just do something that maybe is out of your comfort zone or maybe challenge yourself a little bit today um, because you still got time here. Uh, Just a a little run through of what we're going to maybe try to get dissected here today is uh, first I'm going to share a story with uh, a conversation of of uh, my friend Jim and I that we had the other day while we were at the dog park. Um, And it came to me to kind of reach back into my educational background. Um, so, you know, if, if there's any teachers out there that are listening, um, or people that work in mental health or, um, anybody that may teach classes on when we have something happen, what do we do next? So, um, I came up with an acronym that's called, and and it's, it's trauma centered. So it is T B C-R, and what that stands for, and I'm not really going to go deep into it it until later, um, because I'll really kind of describe each step as uh, as Jim and I were talking about this, and um, I think it will be a great great tool for many people um, after this episode airs. Um, Not to say that, like, my things that I'm saying are the best and that they're the most, like, perfect things, but... You know, I I like to think in deep thought about how things really work and how does our body respond. So um, <clears throat> if I get a chance, I want to dive into another um, subject of, around mental health is uh, there's a misconception right now of what mental health illness, like they people call it mental health illness. Well, there's actually just mental health or there is mental illness. And so I'm going to kind of try to describe the the difference between the two, the misconceptions that there may be. Um, I will maybe dive into a little bit of research that I've found to kind of try to hit the home plate uh, with that. And, um, and if we get time, I would like to share a few uh, resourceful information um, things uh, that I found about the mental health awareness things um, that may be helpful. Um, I'm going to try to do some things throughout each episode that just may benefit someone that's listening right now. Um, I certainly don't have all the answers. I don't know. I'm, I'm just now um, really realizing my mental illness and what it means and how I have to try to live my life going forward, but also knowing that this is just not going to go away. Um, so if there's anything that I can do from these podcast episodes is give someone hope, um, show some empathy with the understanding that I totally get where, um, people that have had traumatic experiences come from, Traumatic experiences don't have to be the exact same. Um, they the traumatic experience is traumatic. That's the just the the term. It doesn't matter what it is. Um, it causes a lot of the same feelings for most people. And what I've been learning is, it is so 
much more comfortable talking to someone that truly has went through a similar situation as I have and just having that deep conversation and how therapeutic it feels to just let those things out. Um, But before we really get into a lot of stuff, I want to hit you with a little quick musical interlude uh, by uh, it's a song called Anxiety by B Mike. How does that make you feel? These days, I just don't feel shit. I don't feel a thing at all. I don't feel like I exist. That's why I need my fix. So I can just feel something. How do you describe the word empty? Try to describe the word nothing. Wait, fuck that. Use my name as the definition. Write it on my forehead. Defective out of commission. I'm sick of it. Losing myself. I'm sick of it. Check my fingerprints. You see how little the percentages. Giving in my Welcome back, guys. Uh, man, that's a great song. If you get a chance to uh, to download that or listen to it, it is called um, "Anxiety" by B. Mike. Uh, I had a I had a few friends that uh, that suggested that song. Can't remember which one, but um, it was during my my nice little stay when I uh, went to the mental health unit and. Um, I'll talk about that in the future here, but I don't want to get too far off topic. So uh, what I'm going to do here is uh, I'm going to describe the story um, of a conversation I had with Jim, and we're going to just kind of dissect it. So um, we, Jim and I are at the dog park a couple days ago, and uh, we, we were sitting there talking just about all kinds of things. You know, it was a beautiful day out. It was nice to just be outside. Uh, and I, I enjoy conversation. I'm a social person. Um, this is definitely the outlet for me that is uh, very therapeutic in nature. So um, the conversation starts off by uh, us just kind of realizing that the traumatic experience that we both had had similar commonalities of what had happened to the both of us. So um, I myself, unfortunately, um, was sexually assaulted uh, about 22 years ago. Um, I mentioned that in my my first episode. And some of those stories will just come out later because there's going to be some things that I'm going to talk about that are things that I actually went through during life, during these periods that I don't think I ever realized until I finally decided to tell someone what happened. Um, And that happens to so many people. So if you are having thoughts about whether or not you should say something, say something. Um, People genuinely want to help others get better. That's what they want to do for a living. They just have a true compassion to want to do great things to help other people. So there are resources out there, and do not ever hesitate to do it. So uh, Jim and I are talking about um, some issues that we both had, and he was uh, raped when he was younger by a neighbor. And so we both carry a sense of similar um, I don't want to call them feelings because they're more like just uh, they're misguided thoughts that go through 
um, our heads. So, you know, you, you have things like fear. You have things like um, like being anxious. And you have things like you can't get close to other, to other people because you'll fall too hard. And then the next thing you know, you'll get hurt. And it, may, and it ends in bad coping ways. And so as we discussed more of these things, you know, I really started to realize that, wow, you know, my educational background of, of being a teacher really falls into play into this conversation. And I've worked with so many students about trying to figure out what comes before a behavior that can result in different consequences. So when you're working with kids, you're trying to find what is causing their behavior, what that behavior actually is, and then what is the consequence, which is all great and fine. But in my mind, I think you need to go a step further, and there needs to be a challenge that is there. And so um, the teachers that are out there listening, you'll love this acronym. You know, teachers love acronyms. Um, it's called, and this is trauma-centered um, based, not educational. Uh, so it's T-B-T-R. And what they stand for is the trigger, the behavior from the trigger, the consequence of the behavior. And then what people, what we really need to do to grow and to get better is learn how to take ownership. And I just honestly recently just really gave myself to that and just decided to, to take ownership of everything that I've that I've went through outside of my traumatic experiences and how I've dealt with life. But, um, I mean, I made some bad decisions in the last um, year or so. I mean, I just really was not in a good spot, and I wasn't caring about the people that loved me. And that, that that's just, it's, it's sad, but, you know, it, it also just gives you some grace and understanding that maybe that's just not the, the thing that's supposed to happen for you at that time. And, and what I've become to learn is that, you know, I'm really starting to feel a sense of there is someone else that helps guide you through your life. And that, you know, there's that saying that people like to throw out there and it's, and it gets just thrown out there that, you know, the Lord would never put anything on your shoulders that you could not carry yourself. And I understand that. But the thing that causes anxiety and depression for people is why does it feel like it has ruined my life? And so when Jim and I are discussing the, the, the uh, behavior that occurred for him earlier, um, uh, it, there was a trigger that obviously caused him to make a behavior that he wasn't desiring. So he, um, Jim decides that, you know, something triggered him. He wasn't sure at the time what it was, and he's going to work on that. Um, but he went directly to how he copes with things. And I have done the exact same things throughout my life. So the trigger is whatever happened for him, it, it made him experience the trauma over again. So there's a behavior that comes after that. And the behavior for him and my, for myself and for a lot of other people is you turn to alcohol. 
because alcohol numbs everything. It's a depressant. It slows you down. It takes the worries away. But the bad consequence to this behavior, which now brings us to the C, is that now you have caused damage to other people. You have caused damage to yourself. You have um, not only removed people from your life, but you isolated, you isolated yourself and, and continued the bad behavior. So the consequences is that you hurt other people and yourself, and until you can unlock that R that we're going to talk about here in a second, and I am not, you know, I'm not close. I'm just now learning how to take ownership of things that I've done in my life. Um, and, and they're more recent things like they're my trauma, my trauma describes a lot of things that happened for me earlier in my life and through my teenage years and into my, um, early twenties. But in my recent years, it really hits home with me about some of the decision-making that I've done over the, over the course of some years. So, um, anyway, Jim's decision is that he's continuing to drink. Well, the consequence for him was that his sister, um, that I'm not sure what her name is, he didn't share, but uh, Jim had said that she had smelled alcohol on him. And so because of the trigger causing the behavior, which is people allow that behavior. I'm not saying that because you're triggered, people just automatically do this. What I'm saying is, is that he a, a trigger hit him and it caused him to cope in a bad behavioral way. And then the result of that consequence is, is you lost trust again in someone that cares about you. And so what comes along with that is when someone has PTSD and depression and anxiety, it's that you feel an extreme amount of guilt, you feel embarrassed, you feel stupid, you feel like the whole world just ended, and it and then it sends your body into and your mind into a spiral, which is really really hard for a lot of people. If if people haven't went through traumatic experiences, they may not understand that. But people that have had traumatic experiences can actually understand what happened to someone and why their life may have went the way that it did. So what I challenged him to do was he needed to think hard about what is going to be his response to those consequences. Is he going to make a commitment to change? Is he going to the next time that he feels this urge coming on that something's triggered, is he going to be aware of what he is feeling and be able to deal with those things in a healthy way? That's why the response is the most difficult piece of all of this because you literally, you have to, you have to commit to making a change with that response or you're just going to continue to be in the T, uh, in the TBC 
area. You're not going to have the plus R. You're not going to have that response until you can be vulnerable and feel that others aren't judging you and accept help. Then those are when the times change and you can kind of feel a paradigm shift within you. Um, but, you know, I, I want to take a quick interlude here really quick. Um, I don't know what song I'm going to play, but I'm going to find one and I'll play it. And then after the, after I get done there, I'll tell you what the name of the song was. One after to 
broaden my horizon of like things that I can do. Um, and it feels great because it not only replaces things in your mind, but it gives your mind more space to handle things and to process. And, you know, that's not the only thing that I'm really working on. Like the meds that they've changed me to like help a lot. So I've been okay with that too, but man, I can't tell you how excited I am about this house. And, um, it's just been so, and the lady that is the realtor for this home is just, oh my gosh, just an amazing person. And she did some things and worked in mysterious, you know, I mean, it's just crazy. She worked in some mysterious ways to make sure that this got done for me. And, um, you know, it's just a great feeling that uh, there's people out there. And this is what I'm learning. The more and more that you just open up and you can be yourself about things, you really start to learn that the majority of people are, their intentions are to be kind and genuine. And I've just always struggled with that. I always just thought that um, when something went bad, it was like I either fucked up really bad or like the other person like just abandoned me or the relationship was never healthy because um, we just don't, didn't know how to communicate because I wasn't able to communicate for a long time until I figured out what's really wrong with me. And, um, and I, I shouldn't say wrong with me. I, I, I need that, you know, like, let's not think that because it's not wrong of me. It's, uh, I just had a struggle in my life that was not good. And I never told anybody for 22 years and, that's bad. You know, all I did was, was hurt myself more. And it finally got to a point where it was, you know, pretty much killing me. And I, I just didn't know what to do anymore. And, um, you know, there's a part of me that is really thankful for my ex and her sister that they got me committed by the court um, not too long ago. And for me, that was, uh, a time of where I found true peace. I, I didn't have stressors. I didn't have anxiety. I, um, wasn't depressed. I lost, you know, I mean, they changed some of my medication that, uh, got rid of some stomach pains that I had for two years every day. And it was like nausea and sick to my stomach. And these doctors changed just a couple meds. And I woke up the very next day and felt like amazing. And uh, it's just that day going forward just really seemed to change, um, to kind of shift my paradigm back into a um, a real good, good place. So... Um, that's an exciting thing that I just had to share with everybody. Yay! Well, we know that what that bell means. You know, the educator in me says it's time to go. So I just want to say thanks for um, signing on and listening to another podcast of Kenny's Stories. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get to finish all the things that we wanted to talk about. But guess what that means? I get to start with it next time. 
So uh, I hope that you guys continue to enjoy this beautiful day. Um, do something out of box. Do something that you love. Put time for yourself. Uh, be with your children. Be with your family. And just love others. Have a great day.